We were on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. a break podcast we are on season one episode 14 the one with the candy hearts it's your favorite gal pals katie and chloe how are you doing in your fancy lipstick over there i'm absolutely loving these vibes we've got twinkle lights behind her like a cute like green overall moment i think okay. is what's happening and a lip so feel, please tell us i feel exceptionally chuggy today i'm like, sorry what what word did you say chuggy like chuggy you know the chuggy thing no, what, what is that word? I've oh, never heard this, this word before. Like Tell a, me more. This is like a TikTok. Uh, it's TikTok vernacular, but uh, oh, oh, shoot! See, I'm I'm old. All the youngins, all the Gen Zs are calling like mid twenties to like early thirties millennials chuggy. Like, there's a distinct style that comes with us that is defined Stop. as chuggy, and I am definitely a chugster. Today. I need you to send me next time like it pops up on your for you page if you could send me some videos so I could educate myself um <laughs> that would be great thank you so much I it's so weird because I think of myself as 18 but I'm yeah. fucking 28 years old and it's not that I'm old it's just that it's now starting to where I'm just noticing how like how old I, I am. Like there was that uh, TikTok where the person said like, you know how we ask older people about 9-11, you know, like that. I that's what I what what? Oh, my God. Like older people. So that's me. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just wild because how old are you? I'm 26. I just started. Like, OK, I started majorly feeling like. Oh, okay. I'm a little outdated. Like as soon as I hit, it starts happening after 25. So you're right there where it starts. And like, cause now I'm like, I'm close to 30 and I'm like, it's not that it's old and I'm so happy to grow older. Like I'm looking forward to it. It's just definitely interesting to like go to forever 21 and hear teenagers talking and one feel absolutely self-conscious because Uh I'm like, I'm old and they're talking about me. Oh my God, I have to leave. I kind uh, but, of love it, though. Like, I have always wanted to be, like, an adult. Like, I was one of those right. kids. I, I wouldn't consider myself, like, to be, like, a stuffy, like, person at all. But I was just always one of those kids who was like, ooh, I can't wait to, till I'm, like, 40 and I have a mortgage and I have to... Well, wasn't that everybody, though? Like, as a kid, don't I'm you just want to like be that, an adult? Like, I, I have always wanted to be an adult. I've never, I never, like... I had a great childhood, but I was never like, I want to stay young forever. I like, yeah, I want to be fucking old. I want to be like an independent bitch with like a, a, I don't know, like a dog and kids and a mortgage. Like, I want that. Hell shit. yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's interesting getting older and thinking back and being like, oh, that was 10 years ago. And it's like, holy shit, I can say stuff like that now uh, where it's like, yeah, that was just 10 years ago. So, yeah, getting older is is definitely, definitely weird. Uh, But, yeah, hello. Welcome into our Friends podcast where we uh, talk about friends and we love friends. Uh, This episode was really fun and it shouldn't have been named the one with the candy hearts at all. I don't fucking like that was such a minimal part in this. And I can't wait 
to hear your titles. Okay, because let me mine, tell I you feel something. like they're okay. <laughs> let me tell you tell something. Me. I mm-hmm. uh, I hated, I've always hated the name, the one with the candy hearts, because it tells mm-hmm. you nothing about the episode. And I've no. probably watched this episode like mm, seven times and like a few times recently. And I did not even see the candy hearts until watching it this time. Like Exactly. Because we're freaking, our eyes are glued on it. It's such a... 15 second moment that is not and there were so many obvious good titles that I feel like they could have chosen and however this episode had me laughing like actually loling like I I don't have a lot of negativity about this episode guys I you know yeah loved it let's dive in well I would love to uh right off the bat give a little bit of a fun fact about the writer of this episode because yes um, because I love this episode so much, and it's really one of my favorite episodes of the first season, and when I looked it up, I actually discovered that this is, I believe, the only episode to have been written by Bill Lawrence, and if you guys okay. don't know who Bill Lawrence is, he is like, he's at this point like a legendary comedy writer, but he is the creator and head writer of the very successful show Scrubs, the show with, oh, uh, with wow. Zach Braff yes. and Donald Faison. Okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he created that show. Um, he's like such a, I just feel like his style of writing is just like so, uh, like, like slightly absurd and eccentric, but also just like really like has some really good heartfelt moments. That's how Scrubs is, in my opinion. And I could kind of see that style coming across in this episode. Maybe that's why I thought it was so funny. Um, so I just wanted to give a little shout out because I was like, oh my I God, Bill that. Lawrence. I love Bill Lawrence. Uh, and I think he has I another show out right now. Scrubs. I watched every episode. I ate it up. And honestly, when COVID happened, I was thinking about the episode of Scrubs when the old woman dies because she touches the stuff that somebody else. And like, you remember how it like showed the green and like everything like moving around and I would literally like think about that episode like every day when I was out I was like I don't want to touch the green but yeah I love Scrubs it's great I think it's a fantastic show I loved that fun fact that was so fun that was in fact a fun fact I had a ball (laughs) this episode where do we begin where where, what happens okay so originally aired on February 9th 1995 once again directed by our good friend James Burroughs I like that we're pretending that he's like we know him personally at this point. He's an absolute pal, you know? <laughs> We're just manifesting it. Maybe one day he'll be on the show. Uh, where we start on this episode is... It's funny to me because I, for some reason, I remembered this opening scene so vividly, but I thought it was in a later seasons episode. I fucking thought the exact same thing, and I was like, am I nuts? I don't remember this being so soon, but I had the exact same thought. Like That's this, wild. This felt very, like, Ross season six to me or something, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, I this <laughs> this opening is basically a... They're in Central Perk. It's Ross, Chandler, and Joey. They're looking at this girl at the counter who, like, lives in Ross's building, and he has a thing with her, and I guess she, like she lent him an egg or something. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Joey's like, you're going to give her her egg back. And he gets an egg from 
Gunther. <laughs> and then walks up to her. And I love that as he walks up to them and the like they walk up and they're like, no, we it's complete suicide. The man's got an egg. Yeah, Joey's but like, if you think we can actually do this, they're like, no way. <laughs> I have to say, if I were the girl who lent said man an egg and he at a coffee house presented an egg to me, I would be so fucking impressed and I would absolutely go out with them. I would think it's so clever. I would talk about it to everyone. I would fucking love it. So, yeah, I was sad to find out during when he hugs him after that he got the date but that he didn't use the egg and then they hug and then it breaks the egg and that's the joke. But I, he ne- used the egg. That's so funny. I, I think he did use the egg, but maybe she just didn't want it and he, like, kept it or something. Well, no, because they said, oh, no. He said, "Is do you still have the egg? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All I knew is that I remember this because I would love it if someone did this for me. Oh, I would, it would be, I would just be tickled so much. I would be like, yes, I will suck your dick later. Let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You present me with an egg. I will present you with something else much more delightful later. What would you do with the egg when, when it was all, like, would you just like throw it away? Like, what do you do? I would honestly probably take it home and just use it because I would feel bad throwing it away and wasting food. And so I would be But isn't it going to go bad? How do you, how do you know? I would be like a woman on the subway holding an egg like. (laughs) <laughs> but how do you know how long the eggs been out of the fridge? You know, you don't have to refrigerate eggs. What? They don't refrigerate eggs in like, I think in like Europe or something. I, maybe I'm like completely making this up. But I know for a fact that you don't like, you can leave eggs on the counter in a basket and like they don't technically need to be refrigerated. You just have to like, if you hard boil them or something, if you have a cooked egg then that mm. needs to be refrigerated. Mm. But, like, an egg just, like, unused, just sitting out is not going to to automatically, like... Like, if you got sick from a raw egg, it wouldn't be because it's, like, spoiled. It was out. Spoiled. It would be because yeah, of what's it in be, it. Yeah, because it's raw. Interesting. Excellent. <laughs> We're learning about <laughs> eggs today. Also, I'm very happy... Well, actually, you just did it. Say egg again. Egg? Say it again. Egg? I was going to say, I'm very happy that you don't say egg, but you kind of do say egg. Like, egg? I don't say... (laughs) (laughs) We're learning... (laughs) Like, because I say, like, egg. Egg. You kind of say egg. I say egg, but, like... (laughs) Now now I feel like I'm not saying it the way I was saying it before. No, No, you are. You're saying egg. Whereas I say egg. You say egg like the name Ed, but like egg. And I say egg like egg, like I'm Fonzie. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So I was, I was going to say, at least you're not one of those people that say egg, but you are. So I retract that. Wow. I could say it Australian. Egg. (laughs) (laughs) They do. Egg. Well, do you, how do you, do you say milk and milk or is it milk? 
I oh uh, I hate it when people say milk. It right? has to be so that's milk. like that's me and like no offense, love you and everything, but <laughs> egg milk. They for me they kind of they go together. But your egg is not as intense as other people's egg has been. <laughs> I've got some softer your, eggs. <laughs> yeah, yours is like a, a soft boiled, whereas there's been hard boiled in my past where I'm like, if she says egg again, and it's like, do you want some eggs for breakfast? And I'm like, Bleh. do you want some milk? with that I just I can't it's one of my pet I don't know why it just it gets me it makes me want to gag and I don't know why I love that every time we do this we're like oh my god how did we like spend 30 minutes talking and we haven't even gotten to the second scene and then it's oh no I'm busy absolutely offending her and making fun of her for no reason (laughs) welcome into the show guys how do you say your eggs oh my god yeah not how do you like egg or how do you like your eggs pronounced we're gonna we're gonna do so when this episode airs Go to our Instagram pages. I'm going to do an egg versus egg poll. Poll. And we're going to see which one. But I feel like people don't really know how they say it. You know what I mean? Like, no one really thinks about it. So I want you guys to think about it. Also, like, let us know if you want to leave us a five-star review. And then also let us know how you say egg is a review. We will accept it. Just fucking come to iTunes and give us some goddamn reviews. I think I, I think we deserve five stars just for my Australian accent alone. I do too. You know? I just, okay, I, all I know is that, like, you have to really say, uh, you have to say every vowel as if it was, like, five vowels. If you do, like, that's why when you say egg, it's like, I, like, it's just, like, it's not straightforward. We have to move on from this. We should. We, we've scrambled, we've tossed our eggs. Let's, let's eat them and move on. Okay. Okay, so. Um, then Phoebe and them walk in and they're talking about her ex and I love this quote so much and they're like, why, why would you go back to him? Because she was like, or no, why did you break up with him? And she said, cause he was creepy and mean and a little frightening. <laughs> Which is like so adorable when Phoebe says it. Oh God, it cracks me up. I died. I had to write the quote down. Yeah, this is kind of like a... This scene is just kind of a filler scene to, like, set up what everyone's doing for Valentine's Day. Um, right. But Joey is essentially begging Chandler to go on this double date with him. He's, like, he's he really wants to date this girl, and she will only go out with him on Valentine's Day if he brings a date for her friend. And uh, What he says, though, about her is so not okay. It was a big yikes. It was such a yikes. Chandler's like, oh, her friend sounds like a train wreck. And he's like, yeah, but she's going to be, like, vulnerable and weak. And it's going to be Valentine's Day. And you can use that. And And I think it's Rachel. He literally says, the quote is, she's needy. She's vulnerable. Cha-ching. Disgusting. (gasps) Oh, my God. I like to Lord think most help. men don't actually think that way, but... Uh, but then isn't that why this isn't a show? Because so many men do that they would laugh at it? It's the 90s, baby! True, true. <laughs> also, they weren't thinking about it. Uh, and as it turns out, in the next scene, when we get to <clears throat> see this double date, uh, <laughs> uh, Joey's date arrives, she's all cool, whatever, and then Chandler's date arrives. And it's motherfucking the girl herself woman of the hour you know i love to build it up every time she comes in it's janice baby oh man and i absolutely love this twist for this episode and 
she walks in and Chandler is freaking out and he fucking says, <laughs> he says, you set me up with a woman who I have dumped twice in the past five months. <laughs> yeah, it, it really hadn't like, it didn't seem like we had been without Janice for too long. I was like, wasn't she just And in, we like, shouldn't have been. Welcome back, bitch. I know. Oh, also, I'm not entirely sure because I didn't go back, but was this our first appearance of Oh My God? Because when Janice comes in, she does her whole like, oh my God. And I don't remember her I saying that. I think she said, oh my God, before. But, but I, I don't know. know. I'm not 100% I sure. I know she's done the laugh before. This was the first. Yeah. This was her first, oh my God, reveal that I remembered. Okay. But I could okay. be wrong. I could be entirely I want to believe you. And I don't know. So we both don't know. And um, we'll find out and let you know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But Chandler, like, some for some reason agrees to stay. I feel like Janice and him could have just both left and it would have been fine. But I guess they're in it to win it now. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at Monica's apartment, uh, Monica and Phoebe and Rachel are all discussing the horrible men that they've dated in the past. Rachel's talking about uh, Pete Carney, who cried every time that they had sex. And uh, Monica gives my favorite, <laughs> she gives my favorite example here where she's talking about the I win guy. Oh, yes. Be like, I win! I win! Like, every time he came, I'm assuming is the implication. <laughs> I would literally never sleep with that man again. She said she dated him for two months. After the first I win, I would be, I'm out. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't want funny narration when we're having sex. I don't need this to be, like, a comedy night at the Laugh Factory, okay? Yeah, no, it definitely ruins the moment. I know. We also have to talk about the fact that, um, so Phoebe suggests doing this, like, burning, like, ritual ceremony where they, like, burn stuff from their ex-boyfriends. My thing is, so she mentions her friend, Abby, who Mm -hmm. had this idea, and Abby shaves her head. Now, if you guys are Mm -hmm. keeping track at home, we now have... Two of Phoebe's friends who are voluntarily bald because we have Abby, who they make fun of for shaving her head in this episode. And then later Mm. we're going to meet Bonnie, who uh, also used to shave her head. So I just thought that was interesting. So I was like, I don't even have one friend who shaves their head, let alone two. But I'm digging the look. That is an interesting interesting tidbit. Yeah. But they also, with Phoebe, they're just looking for jokes for them to, for her to be weird. So of course she would have friends that shaves her head, whatever. Which makes her weird for some reason. Also, the I shaved don't know head why. is is a good look. I'm not shitting on yeah. the shaved head look. I'm not either. I'm I'm nothing wrong with it. I probably don't have the best head underneath this hair, so I'm gonna keep it. But you do you. You know what I mean? I there's a filter on TikTok where you can uh, you can like give yourself a bald head. And like, oh, and people are using it and like showing how like hot they look. And I tried it, and I look like Mr. Worldwide. I, so, I look like Pitbull. I'm dying. I don't. Uh, I have. Did you hear? That? I did. I don't know what that was. Was it in your house? No. Although yesterday, a box of cereal did jump off of my fridge twice. So maybe. That was like so loud. I felt it. I don't know what but that was. But it was, was like a doo-doo. Interesting. Well, anyway. if a ghost walks behind me, 
let me know or if like somebody's like over here just like <laughs> just let a girl know you know what i mean holy um, shit if that happens i will immediately be closing this zoom and excuse and me never, <laughs> i will run away <laughs> i'll just pan the camera now. um no what were we talking about before i got haunted by ghosts katie i'm for those of you guys who don't know katie lives uh in california and i live in chicago but I really like I'm coming out to see her in a couple of weeks and I want us to take some hot girl summer photos, but I also really want us to take some bald girl summer photos now that you've brought this up. Can we please take some bald photos in our bikinis? (laughs) To the song, um, uh, sorry, I don't treat you like a goddess. (laughs) Maybe that one. Um, I like that or, uh, I don't know, but yes, I'm absolutely here for that. A thousand fucking percent. Yeah. Um, what? uh, Friends. Um, yes. Back at the double date, uh, Joey and his date. I don't know why she felt like she needed a friend to accompany her because this bitch is not shy. Uh, Mm -hmm. they are having total PDA. She's talking about how she can pick up quarters with her toes. And then Joey is like, ooh, quarters or rolls of quarters? Because she's clearly uh, feeling up his dick underneath the table, which I was just like, oh, right out the gate. Honestly, kind of hot. But also, do you guys want your feet on their penis? I mean, if you've got a foot thing, for sure. But I was honestly, I was so envious of this whole little, like, sexy date that joey is on where they just like want to rip each other's clothes off and i was like "Ooh, this is hot like this is pretty hot i'm not gonna lie Mm -hmm. um i love (laughs) i had to write down exactly what janice says in this scene because i thought it was so funny like while joey and his date are like having this like lovely moment together Janice and Chandler are just like sitting there so annoyed that they have to be there together and I and Janice goes I cut you out of all of my photos so if you want I have a bag with just your heads you can make puppets out of them and use them in your theater of cruelty and I loved this I laughed out loud it was so funny and the delivery of it was just so fucking good I I love Janice in this episode so much I love her I also don't I don't know if you noticed this, but did you notice how much green was in this restaurant? Yeah, they like to put just like plants and shit around. No, no. The chairs were green. The walls were green. The curtains were green. The plants were green. Everything was green. And it was velvety, too. It was very It was velvety. Oh, my God. Yes. Green velvet, baby. Lots lots of it. it. Uh, Joey is officially ditching Chandler because... He's going to go have, like, some hot, chocolatey, slathered, chocolate mousse sex with his date. I love Chandler's line of, I hope she throws up on you. (laughs) Have you ever thrown up on anybody during sex? I have not. I am not a big uh, vomiter. I never really Mm. throw up. It takes a lot. Yeah. No, there is one time where I was really drunk, and I I uh, I was performing some fellatio, um, and uh, things got away from oh, me, no. and I about threw up on his penis. Um, ah! But I didn't. It just made the embarrassing noise to where we both knew that I was almost going to puke, but I didn't. And then I just used all of the I almost puke saliva for more head. So um, it was okay, but I still wanted to die the next day because I was still embarrassed because we both knew that I almost threw up on his Johnson. Wow. You really turned that around, though. 
I did. I, I was like, you know what? Silver lining, extra saliva, let's get it. You were like, roll with it. <laughs> um, well, Beat away the embarrassment. Well, Joey makes the mistake of leaving his credit card there uh, to appease them. Which is unlike Joey. He yeah. doesn't have money. He Dude. wouldn't have done that. I don't know about this. Chandler would already be the one paying for this date. Like, Right, exactly. I can't, I can't even believe Joey even has a credit card. Uh, right. But I guess he made a lot of money off of that Freud musical, maybe. <laughs> like, he's still coasting on, That's it. on his That's Dr. It. Freud paycheck. And, Absolute. Uh, so Chandler and Janice uh, just decide to spend all of his money on drinks and get fucking Yes, two bottles of champagne. And then the next day, uh, he wakes up and guess who slept? with Janice. And I love how she's like, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) And it's just like, what the hell? He is leading this poor woman on so much. Oh my God, Spoons has made an appearance, ladies and gentlemen. The cat is here. I'm so excited about it. He was looking out the window dramatically like he was in his own music video, but now he is here to grace us with his presence and seems like he's gone. But it was great while he was here. He's still here. He's just... He's getting ready to oh see. Oh my god, he's, he's comfy. <laughs> oh, he's so comfy, cozy. I'm gonna cry. Oh my god. Spoons um, always has to make an appearance. Uh, he loves I love Spoons. Um, <laughs> I love that. Like Chandler's just trying to get Janice out the door, and I love mm-hmm. when they run into Monica in the hallway, and she's like, "Oh, hey, it's Janice," and she like calls Rachel out, and Rachel's like, "Hey," and then. Joey comes home and spots her, and then Monica gets Ross on the phone and is like, say hi to Janice. And It's a whole ordeal. <laughs> and Janice is loving it. She's like, it's a reunion in the hallway. <laughs> I fucking love her. <laughs> it's so good. The thing I love about Janice is, like, no, like, no matter how much of a fucking asshole Chandler is to her, she has not like she has never been anything but nice to all of his friends. Yeah. Like yeah. she's always so nice to all of them, and she's still fucking nice to Chandler, even though he like dicks her around. Like she's right. never she's never not happy to see them, which I gotta admire her for. <laughs> I love I love it. I love she. Yeah, she, no, she's absolutely pleasant. I don't understand why Chandler wouldn't want to date her. Honestly. If it's just her voice, I'm like, sorry, bro. Like, you knew that when you first talked to her. Yeah, like, just get over it. Um, This next scene, I have a lot to say about because uh, we are at Benihana. It's Ross. Mm-hmm. Ross and the egg girl. I don't know what her name I is. I would kill for some Benihana right now. I would give you one of my legs for some of that fried rice right now. Mm. That's what I had to say is that I feel like Benihana is the perfect date spot. Oh, yeah, 100%. You take me to Benihana? So good. It's like... Well, here's the issue, though. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shit my pants. Like, the moment after I'm done with Benihana, my butthole needs needs a bathroom. So... It's, it's a first date would be great because then you drop me off and my asshole can explode. But don't expect me to fuck me after you feed me Benihana because I'm a garlicky, shitty mess. <laughs> I love that. That's honesty right there. <laughs> I, it was more honest than I wanted to be, but 
Welcome. What I love is that it's like, okay, it's good food. They've got good drinks. You get entertainment while you're there. Mm -hmm. At like, Mm -hmm. where else do you get to talk to the chef? Like, of the food that you're eating and just have like a, like a heck of a time. And it's like kind of pricey. So like, you know, the person is making an effort, but it's not so expensive that like you feel guilty or like overwhelmed about it. Like, right, unless you order, like, the lobster. Exactly. Yeah, but who wants to get that at Benihana? You want to get, like, the steak that they chop up and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least Fuck in my yeah. opinion. Oh, my God. So, oh my pro God, tip. I want it. If you guys the ginger sauce. Ever, oh, my God. The, oh, the, the volcano. The onion volcano. Yes. We should go to Benihana when you come here. Oh, my gosh. Let's get high and go to Benihana. Let's let's consider this. So yes, be the best I'm really experience yeah. of yeah. my life. Yeah. I it's it. gonna be so good. They're gonna make <laughs> us a volcano. Yeah, it's gonna smoke as much as we are. Well, there is only one problem with the Benihana date, and that is that Carol and Susan also know what a good time is. And so they have also arrived at the Betty Hanna restaurant and they sit across from Ross and the egg girl. <laughs> Which Wildly unfortunate. Yes, it really is. Uh, <laughs> but also, is it that big of a deal? I don't think it is unless, I mean, I guess you have to consider the fact that like, this must be Ross's first Valentine's Day. Well, he Day. says like, it. He says, this is my first date in nine years. Yeah. And I blah, blah, blah. But listen, 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 listen. You're blubbering over your crush for Rachel. You're seeing Susan and Carol more regularly because she's she's pregnant. You're going over to her house. So why is seeing her at dinner so, like, he puts the menu up to hide his face. It's so awkward. He's just so childish about it. And I just feel like if he was like, hey, guys, how are you? And say, those are, that's my exes. Like, that's it. Or my ex. See, at first, like, when I first watched this episode, I was like, that's so weird that, like, he, like, has to make it weird and doesn't just say hi. But then I realized that, like, oh, shit, this is his first date with this woman who might not know that he was previously married, what the whole well, backstory yeah. is, and the fact that he has a kid on the way. So in that so sense... Then, but that's even more of the reason to not make it a huge deal and make it fucking awkward by putting true. a menu up and being all weird. Just just don't even... Just be like, hey, and just be like, oh yeah, I used to date her, and that's it. What a weird way to find all of that shit out, though, about the I mean, I would have left sooner. <laughs> He wasn't listening to her on the date. He was ignoring her while listening to Carol and Susan when we found out that Susan had to leave because she couldn't stay for it. And then uh, he invites her over and everybody scooches at Benihana down a seat. I gotta say, if I was sitting at Benihana and somebody asked me to scooch, I'd be pissed. I am settled in my seat. I am eating all of my food now. The show is over. Shut the fuck up. Have her come around on the other side. I don't want to scooch for you. So, no. And it's just, I don't know, it's just very awkward to me, the whole thing, the way that he handled it. He could have handled it so much better, I feel like. I understand inviting her over, but also, like, why? Why would you do that? And why wouldn't Carol leave with Susan? Why would she stay there? I was like, ooh, bad move on Susan's part. Like, Like like, Carol, you're just going to stay here and just pay for all the food? Like, for what? Leave. Well, I don't think they had ordered or anything at that point, but still, right. like, I would be like, okay, like, why would I sit here by myself? I'd be like, I guess we have to fucking go. 
And that would be yeah. a conversation in the car where I'd be like, mm-hmm. we went all the I got dressed up. I'm pregnant. We went all the way to Benihana. And now you have right. to fucking ditch me. And now we got to go home. So I understand him feeling bad for Carol and like inviting her over. But also like be a little selfish. Be like, this is my date. This is my time. Like I'm going to let them figure out their relationship stuff. And I have this wonderful egg woman that I'm going to talk to. (laughs) I think that the issue that we have, though, is that we then find out when she's sitting in front of him and the egg woman leaves that he has more feelings for Carol than we thought that he did. Yeah, let's just uh, let's wrap up what we want to let's wrap up like the synopsis of this storyline. Like, yeah, since we're already on it, like. First off, we find out that Carol teaches the sixth grade, which I don't think we knew before. Uh, right. He can't remember what his date does for a living, even though she just told him. And I love that he, when when Carol comes down and he's introducing, and funnily enough, it wasn't even her major. Because <laughs> that was all he Cracks heard of her story. Because we've all been there where we were not listening one fucking bit, but we are like, and it's awkward. And I, mm-hmm. I love it. It was so awkward and it fucking cracked me up. I loved it. And then at the end, like Carol and Ross have basically shut the whole place down. Like everyone's mm-hmm. gone. They're still talking. He just now realizes that his date fucking left because right. he's been ignoring her. But what I do like about this scene is that, like, I feel like it's the first time that we actually get to see, like, the chemistry between Ross and Carol. And, like, it's kind of a... I I feel like it's easy to get kind of uh, thrown off by, like, the chronological order of things. Because, like, by the time the show starts, like, he's already not with Carol. And even though, like, it was, like a relatively like recent breakup obviously because like she's freshly pregnant like as the audience like we don't know them as a couple so like it's Mm -hmm. hard for us to like care about them not being a couple and so i like that this scene actually shows like oh they were really good together and like even though she's into women like i could see why they would have been together for so long before she like realized that um and it's kind of like his last Hail Mary of being like, why don't we give it another shot? Like, I I know, I know you're into, like, women, but, like, come on. Because well, he like, says, like, let's, together. and it's, it's sad that the the way that he, he feels, because it's, I mean, like, I feel for him, because he's like, let's put a pin in it, and then, like, he kisses her, and he's like, you know, like, let's just try it again, because, like, he didn't want it to end. Yeah. She is just not into into men, so it's like, it's not that she doesn't love him. She has love for him. So much love for him. She's just not in love with him in that same way. Yeah. And it's just so sad because he didn't want it to end. And, you know, it's just my heart broke a little for him in, in mm-hmm. these moments. Yeah. I, I think this is actually a pretty good Ross episode. Like, I yeah, I don't think at any point he's like, like, even this part where he's saying, like, come on, let's just give it another chance. I don't feel like he's being, like, a dick or that he's being, no. like, his whiny self that we've seen in other mm-hmm. episodes. Like, I genuinely am in, like, oh, this guy's in a tough spot. And it's, like, one of those right. one of those relationships that, like, has to end because you're not right for each other. But that doesn't mean that, like, you hate each other or that, like, you didn't have a good relationship for a long time. And I feel like yeah. those breakups are always more heartbreaking 
than like a betrayal kind of breakup. Right. No, 100%. Yeah. And we forget that with him because we don't see it. It's like out of sight, out of mind. So it is nice to see that. That is, that's a good point. Uh, and Carol's super sweet in this episode and is basically just like, well, we can't put a pin in it because like that's the reality. That's, and I'm with Susan. Right. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do love that they wrap it up with her being like, yeah, you just need to find someone who's into men and then the waitress walks by and he checks her out and she's like not her (laughs) not her not her oh man uh should we talk about the bonfire yes uh i love that we're doing this all out of order but it's fine it's no problem phoebe and monica and rachel are doing their like ritual and phoebe Mm -hmm. says they need uh they need sage branches and sacrificial wine, which they don't have. So they use fresca and oregano. And then my personal favorite that I always think of is when Phoebe says, we need the semen of a righteous man. Yep. 100%. I think about that all the time, too. It's so funny. Um, my issue with this scene is they're burning things and Rachel burns Barry's letters. But then she also burns... Uh, someone's boxers she burns uh her ex-boyfriend's boxer shorts tell me why she has these like does she move stuck no either sometimes they just get stuck in the back of the panty drawer or you still wear them because they fit but my problem is did she move with the this these boxers like she moved out of her parents house to live with barry so uh, presumably this is a boyfriend she had before Barry. So she took them with her then. Fine. But then she took them from Barry's to Monica's when she moved. Like, what is the statute of limitations for how long you should be keeping your ex-lover's boxer shorts? Like, that's kind of weird But maybe she me. was wearing them for, like, pajama shorts is what I got at. Maybe. But I still feel like it. Like if I'm dating some, let's say, like, uh, my boyfriend now. I feel like it'd be really weird if I was going to bed wearing, like, the boxer shorts of the guy that I had dated before him. I mean, yeah. That would no, really, yeah. That would be weird to me. Like, you know, 100%. No, it is It is an interesting point, and I, yeah, I can see why you would think that. Yes, that is interesting. They should have been burned or thrown away long ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then, uh, and then Rachel pours in what's left of... Uh, paolo's grappa the alcohol that he left and doesn't take that into account and then the flames basically go high to the ceiling and they have to call the fire department my lord and then they show up and they're like hot and stuff right yeah then they are like talking to these hot firemen and they're like don't even worry about it ladies we've seen like three of the boyfriend bonfires tonight like it's our busiest night of the year. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Um, yeah. And then they ended up, then they end up like getting uh, dates with these firemen. Which they're like, we get off at midnight. We'll pick you up around then. Midnight? Sweetie. They're in a, I'm a, asleep. a long haul. Good night. These ladies night. are trying to have fun, you know? They met, they met some firemen. They're down a clown. I don't know if that's what people say. Like I said, I'm chuggy today, so. They're down to clown. They're <laughs> down to clown. And um, then turns out they're married. Yeah, because the moral of the episode is that men are trash. <laughs> Happy pride. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Chandler is trying to figure out how to break up with Janice on Valentine's Day. And uh, my favorite quote ever 
where uh, she's Joey says, no. Chandler says, how do I dump this woman on Valentine's? And Joey says, I don't know. You dumped her on New Year's. <laughs> and I love when they're actually breaking up and he's like, there's no easy way for me to say this. Well, actually, there's no new way for me to say this. And Joey's like in the back in his red turtleneck having a cup of coffee with his feet up. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But I have to say, Janice is like the queen of inappropriately timed gifts. Yes. Because the last time, well, one of the last times they broke up. Yeah, she gave him the socks. And now she's Mm -hmm. giving him personalized candy hearts. The titular candy hearts that I didn't even notice until this rewatch. The candy hearts that are fucking disgusting that nobody eats anyways. Yeah, they're not the best. Although, (laughs) so my dad was like obsessed with those candy hearts. Because they're basically like, um, they're basically like Necco wafers. Have you ever had those? No, but they're disgusting. Necco wafers are like basically just like the flat, uh, like, uh, like frisbee shaped version of the candy. Oh hearts. yes, those suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so bad. But my dad was obsessed with them, and he would literally go to Walmart and get because they was the only place that sold them, and he would buy like four packages of them at a time so that he had a stockpile. And one, Disgusting. And one time, uh, when I was like twelve, I found this note because uh, my dad was also a big believer on if you write something on the computer, you should print out a copy, like so you have a hard copy. And oh so, yes, yes, yes. And so my dad Ross could have used that in Barbados with his speech. Yep. And so my dad printed out a hard copy of this letter that I found on his desk, and it was like. Dear Necco Wafers Company, I've noticed that you've changed your formula and like the new flavors are not as good as your old recipe. The, the recipe is off. Like You need to go back to how it was before. I have been a loyal Necco Wafers like customer and oh just like wrote, wrote an angry... He wrote them a strongly worded letter. <laughs> he did. And he probably... He was only like 40 at this time, probably. He wasn't even like an I'm old dying. man. And so oh my God. we made fun of my dad so much for doing this because obviously I showed, naturally I showed my entire family at this uh, yeah, private letter. Yeah, everyone you could. And uh, so then every time my dad would complain about something like insignificant, we would go, dear Necco wafers, I, I was shocked and appalled. And like, we always, oh always made fun of him for it. Uh, that's but, fucking amazing. That's yeah, but I, no, they're disgusting. So I don't are, even understand are. how that man really, really ate those. He but good the, for him. He was the only, the only one, one keeping, keeping the company alive. Yeah, he's keeping them in business. Yeah. Um, then we get another like amazing Janice moment where Chandler's breaking up with her and she's like, that's fine because I know you'll be back. And she gives them this whole speech where she's like, you love me. You seek me out. Something inside of you calls out to me like a foghorn. You need me. You can't live without me, but you just don't know it yet. (laughs) Do you know what I was thinking? I was like, I wonder if I'm the Janice in anyone's life. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing though. If you are, I don't really think that's your fault. I don't either, because she was so led on throughout every single one of these instances. He invited her, like, and she says, who invited who to where? Who did blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I love, like, I love that Janice is honest about her emotions, like, 
no matter what. Like, Me too. You always Me too. Know, God love her. You always know what Janice is feeling. And I yeah. appreciate that. I guess, like, yeah, should she maybe have told him to fuck off a while ago and, like, not keep coming back to him when he calls for her? Sure. But I also think we've we've always like, I feel like everyone's been there though, where you have one person where you're like, uh, maybe this time it'll be different. And then, no, I mean, a month later you're like, son of a bitch. It wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, but I, 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 I I wait and look forward to her return. We will be seeing her again. (laughs) I I I can sense it in my bones that we can. Um, what were your three uh, titles? I'm seriously so excited to hear them. Okay, I feel like you really built them up this episode, and honestly, I'm not happy with them. No, I just it's it's so fun to hear how someone else's brain works when mine works so differently. Not that's why I like them so much. Um, I have, I have uh the one with the awkward dates. I love that. I have uh, the one with the the one with the cleansing ceremony. Oh, that's cute. I love it. And then uh, the one with the Benihana breakdown. Those are my three. <laughs> the last one's my favorite so much. The Benihana breakdown. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank See, you. this is why I like them. Uh, <laughs> what are yours? Mine are the one where Janice shows up, uh, the one with the semen of a righteous man. I love that. Um, <laughs> and the one with the boyfriend bonfire. <laughs> I mean, two of them are about the same things, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I felt like, I mean, that, not that that was the main thing. I feel like honestly, all three things were very evenly and well distributed out through the episode that's true i feel like this is one of the first episodes we've had where it's like okay every like every a b and c plot is like very well spaced and Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it doesn't really feel like we have a lot of like cut back and forth quick like filler scenes which right it it, it flowed wonderfully and it was very funny i very much enjoyed this episode I like your your title of the boyfriend uh, bonfire. That one's my call for winner this week. I like it. Oh my god, you always win. I love to win. <laughs> your titles are so good though. Every time, I love them so much. Uh, where can everybody find you if they want to follow you and uh, see your TikToks? Yeah. Well, first off, you can find my TikTok at cuckoo for clo puffs, and you can find my Instagram same name at cuckoo for clo puffs. Uh, yeah, give me a follow, share some videos, all that good stuff. What about you, And you can find me everywhere at Little Baby Kate's. I got a podcast called See You Next Tuesday, available anywhere you pod. And I got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Little Baby Kate's. It's all Little Baby Kate's. Anywhere you want to find me, that is my name. Perfect. This was super fun. Perfect. You know, so, I mean, until next time, guys, what's the next episode? Uh, the next is the one with the stoned guy. Which <gasps> that, I know okay, you love. The, this one is like one of my very favorite episodes, and I love. I just, I have. I oh my god, I can't wait! I'm so excited. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I can't wait! I have so many things already. I'm gonna save them all for next episode. I, I have excited. to say, I feel like we're entering like 
We're entering a good, a good bit of episodes. We're entering like some really fucking good season one episodes. And we're like halfway through, almost like towards the end of, of the season now. And I've mm-hmm. been watching on my own time some season two episodes that are like towards the beginning that I can't wait to fucking talk about. And we're getting there wait. so quickly. Yes. So yes. I'm excited. I mean, we're, we're, we're getting out of the awkward season one getting to figure their show out type. And we're getting more into the better episodes. So I'm very excited to talk about them all. So we, well, we will see you guys next time. And uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see you there. Bye-bye. Bye, Love you. Cause you're